What's up, guys? My name is Mark, and you found your way to the Out of Step SLC podcast. Now, we all know Utah is a weird fucking place to live, and there's some good reasons for that. Our very own Senator Mike Lee acted flabbergasted when good old Uncle Joe was talking about how, quote, some Republicans were wanting to get rid of Social Security, even though he's on video declaring that he is going to pull it up by its roots and get rid of it. What a fucking dumbass. Of all the actual pressing issues to be debated, once again, the state government recently tried to change the date of Halloween to the last Friday of October, which I took personally because I was born on Halloween. And there's this color festival that happens every every year in Payson at the, oh God, I'm going to butcher it, Sri Sri Radha Krishna Temple, which where it's at is weird as fuck because it's in buttfuck. South County, eh, anyway, where people buy this chalk dust and just go crazy with it to welcome in spring. The funny thing is most of these people are Mormons and don't realize that they're actually participating in a ritual. Just how ashamed their God must be in them. But what I actually love about living here is the counterculture and the music scenes that I call home. I really think we have one of the hardest scenes in the country due to the overwhelming need to resist the right-wing religious culture that not only surrounds us, but stifles us as well. So guys, today I'm going to talk about going to see We Came as Romans, Era, and Brand of Sacrifice on the Dark Bloom Tour at the Complex, and guys, those of you who were there knew just how fucking wild it got. The Complex also helped warm everybody up by playing that one part of Sweet Caroline that everybody knows and then they played like the bangle bus is coming song i don't know what it's called but it was honestly pretty fucking funny because everybody including myself and emily sang along and danced to it it was just a nice little reminder to not take everything so fucking seriously <laughs> like just because you're a metalhead or a hardcore kid or fucking whatever doesn't mean you can't just sing along and have fun like it's not like we get out of this life alive or anything. So to kick things off, Brand of Sacrifice was introduced to the stage by the original Pokemon theme song that, again, we all sang along to. And that was that was definitely a first for me. I've never seen that happen, especially when it's to introduce a technical death metal outfit from Toronto, Canada whose name and most of their music is based off a manga called Berserk. I've never heard of a band do that, that didn't turn into some sort of joke or meme or whatever, but their music is super creative with head-spinning riffs mixed with just these guttural howls and blast beats that constantly leave you guessing. Like, just when you think you're about to hit a nice spot to fucking headbang, you get bitch slapped into a different direction, and you have no idea what to do. <laughs> I mean, if anything, as cool as that is, it's also frustrating, but, you know, what the fuck do I know? I mean, the moshing inevitably turned into this wall of death that was a brutal, just 
orgy of violence, the likes of which I think Mitch Luker himself would have been proud of. Now, guys, I'm not really into the death metal scene as much as I used to be, like back in the Suicide Silence, Whitechapel, Job for a Cowboy era. And admittedly, I'm really not that big a fan of like technical or progressive anything, but I can definitely respect what they've been able to accomplish and appreciate the talent behind their sound. I mean, to initially base a lot of your inspiration around manga can make a lot of people scratch their heads and or outright just not even take you seriously. But these guys were are so fucking brutal and talented. They've successfully overcome that. And my hat's definitely off to them. They were fucking awesome to see. Now, next up, we had ERA. And ERA is more of a progressive metalcore band hailing out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Guys, this is when shit really started kicking off. ERA's sound allows for more... I... I guess you could say like predictable breakdowns versus brand of sacrifice where I mentioned earlier that right when you think you're going to get one, you get blindsided by a sudden different beat or guitar riff. Um, I mean, the crowd, there was an immediate reaction. I mean, there was way more crowd surfing and moshing during their set. And fuck, I even got involved in the first pit that I've been in for over four years when they played Snowblind. I mean, one, it opened up right in front of Emily and I, and I I just couldn't help myself, you know? It's 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 like you have this invisible tether that just kind of fucking yanks you into it. Now, as exhilarating as it was, I felt bad because I kept getting shoved into this one girl who was like half my size, you know? And I kept trying to stop before slamming into her, but... I mean, you only have so much control. And, like, eventually I succeeded and was able to, like, get away from her and just get out of the pit altogether. Um, But, God, guys, she was fucking pissed. Like, she was, like, throwing elbows and shit into me every fucking time. I mean, there there was this other girl in front of us who got involved, and she was going just ape shit when she got slammed so hard, it literally threw her out of the pit. And I'm talking like 10 to 15 feet from where she was. And who I I who I presume to be her boyfriend or I guess we'll just say companion um immediately reacted like he was going to go in there and kick some ass, but like she just popped back up and she had this massive smile on her face and was just laughing maniacally and waved him off. And he was just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking shrugged his shoulders. It was like, all right. Yeah. You're, you're fucking crazy, but okay. If you're all right. And I mean, it was, it was a hell of a lot of fun, but honestly, I think, I think I'm approaching my twilight years when it comes to moshing. I mean, I ain't 17 anymore. And those, those hits, man, like (laughs) they, they're, they're way different when you're not like a fucking ping pong ball anymore. Admittedly, I still, I still got some fight left in me. And that leads us to we Honestly, I've never really been a huge fan of we came as Romans. I mean, I would listen occasionally, 
from time to time, uh, right up until they released Dark Bloom. And more specifically, what got my attention were the songs Daggers, Dark Bloom, Plagued, and Black Hole. Because I've always I've always liked more heavy music. Not not so much, you know, the rest of We Came as Roman stuff. Oh, God, I fucking I'm sound like a fucking asshole. But they opened with Daggers, and I didn't expect that. Because that seems like a song you would play like mid set to keep that energy going. But right as it started, these three teenage boys came shoving past me and Emily and they started to try to get a pit going right there. Well, (sighs) this is the problem with that. I don't like getting shoved. Like, unless I'm in a pit, you know, like, obviously. But if there's just some fucking asshole that comes plowing through you, which happened a lot here, and I'll get into that later. It was, I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to fucking put up with this shit. Well, neither did the giant who was standing next to me or really anybody else in that space. One of the boys kept, like, bumping into the giant and it was spilling his, you know... $15 tall boy. So the dude had enough and fucking just violently shoved him. And the kid turned around like mad as fuck, like ready to fight until he saw how big the dude was. And then him and his friends fucking beat cheeks out of there to go into the, the bigger main pit that we were away from. Uh, Now, one of the coolest um, parts about the night was we came as Romans got the absolute biggest circle pit going that I have ever seen. David, to start it off, David asked where all the crazy people were at and told them to circle pit from the stage all the way around the sound booth. Now, guys, I've only ever seen shit like that on YouTube at those like huge outdoor like metal festivals. And God, it was something to behold. And before long, it inevitably collapsed on itself and just it became this massive pit of pure, unadulterated mayhem. And it remained that way for quite some time. Now, throughout this, I gained a lot of respect for We Came as Romans and more specifically David, because that night he was dealing with um he was dealing with strep throat and like a respiratory infection and told us that he doesn't like canceling shows just because he doesn't feel good you know he said that he understands like just how hard we work for our money especially these days and said that he was going to sing and give it his all until he couldn't no more now i can only imagine how fucking difficult that is. I can't even do a respectable scream with a healthy throat. I mean, guys, it really showed his character and his integrity. And I was very impressed. And I know that we all like very deeply appreciated that. Cause again, like dude, when you're scream, when you're doing like metalcore or anything that involves screaming and you have strep fucking throat, or you have a sore throat in general, fuck off. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That, like, you got to be on some good fucking drugs to be able to do that, you know? So it was really cool. I, you know, he's, I hold him in some pretty high regard after that. 
Now, Kyle Anderson, who's the front man um, for Brand of Sacrifice, and JT Cavey from Era lent him a hand um, near the end of the set, like I had mentioned. Uh, they took over like the screaming portions and even into the encore with an extended play of Dark Bloom. And it was kind of cool because when they took over the screaming parts, you could see they put their own twist onto it. And it made the song sound completely fucking different, which I mean, no shit. Right. But like, it was just really cool. The way that the song evolved depending on which person was doing it. But as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, as cool as the pits and the performances were, they were a little overshadowed by the assholes of the night. And there they were plentiful. I mean, guys, Emily doesn't like to have really anybody but me close to her. So we avoid going right up on stage and the general area where there's like the mosh pits that happen, right? Because it just makes her really uncomfortable. And, you know, she <laughs> honestly, she goes to these fucking things to support me because she knows I live for this shit. So I'm not going to be that fucking tool that's like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to go do, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking do that. That being said, there was constant shoving from people walking through the crowd. And most of the time, the shows that I've, I go to and I've been to, people are courteous when they're trying to get by, you know, they like tap you and they kind of point and you're like, oh yeah, no, that yeah, cool. Now, these people didn't give a fuck, and they just would push you out of the way. And I'm a patient dude, and I've got a long fuse, but oh my god, it was getting so hard to not, like, wig the fuck out, right? And on top of that, there were more than a fair share of chads, and even worse, drunk chats you know the big frat guys who are there to just fucking hurt people and, and think they're the hardest motherfuckers on the planet so they shove everyone out of the way yeah, <laughs> the same motherfuckers that good clean fun attacked in in their song song for the ladies now at one point this one chad and his little gang of douchebags there was like five or six of them i was standing emily and i were standing right next to each other and he went right between us and separated us. And I mean, this goes without saying, but this fucking enraged me. So I ended up like violently shoving them out of my way and tripped a couple of them as I got back to her. Cause I was like, no, fuck you. You're not going to fucking, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. And I'm sick of you, you know? Like I said, guys, I've I've got patience and I have a long fuse. But when it comes to shit like that, especially when Emily's involved, I'm not going to fucking put up with it. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a violent man, but if it comes down to it, like, I'll, you know, I will protect her at all costs, you know. So, guys, all in all, I mean, besides that, the show is okay. You know, I, I left having a much greater respect for David and We Came as Romans, along with getting a taste of some different music that I don't generally listen to. 
as well as visiting a scene that I haven't been to in about 10 years. I mean, it's been a really, really long time. And, you know, it's cool because I saw a few of the same faces that I see at the other big shows and met a couple of these, a couple of really cool dudes to talk shop, you know, talk about the next upcoming shows and the pits and all, you know, talking shop with and the merch line. Um, I recorded a shitload of videos, including that circle pit, the crowd surfing from when the crowd was singing Sweet Caroline and the Pokemon theme song on top of the wall of death. And they're all up on the Instagram page. So go head over and check them out because they're fucking awesome. All right, guys, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to leave a rating and re- rating and review on your way out. I really want to know what you guys think. Also, don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. And hey, why not? Share this with a friend, why don't you? Find me on Instagram at Out of Step SLC. And until next time, we'll see you in the pit.